right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome again to another episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Avenging Ben. Ooh, what an intro. And I feel hyped tonight. I feel a little hyped. That was a good intro. And of course, joining me again is the new co-host of the GAWP while Whole Milk Mike is in the Happy Hotel. Is that what puts you to sleep at night, Ben? Calling it the Happy Hotel. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I am your dual GAWP no, champion. No, no, no. Ray Ramundo, and you shut up, Simpleton. You are not. You don't get to champion. cut me off. You don't cut me off, damn it. You are Turn not. the law. You are not the champ. You maybe are, are the hardcore <laughs> champion because you stole the belt. And let's face it, the rules of that belt are kind of weird at best. You lost the world title, fair and square, to Smiley. You lost it, so fuck it. Next time I see you, I'm taking that thing back, all right? So you don't have the right... You're a paper champion, sir. You're a paper champion. That's what you are. Like I told him, he has to come get it from me. So, any day, he knows my address. I know his. But I'm not going to go to him. He has to come get it. We all know. We, we, went, we went to his friggin' place that he lives, and we barely made it out alive, but... Whatever. I forgot about that. Big old. That's why I sent. I sent that whole milk away. <laughs> Mike, if you're listening to this, buddy, we're gonna. I promise I'll have you out. I'll have you out soon, buddy. It, it, it's a trying time here at the JWP, but as you heard by that. The holidays are here, though. As you heard holidays. by that catchy little new intro theme for the month, the holidays are most certainly here. Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, all those great holidays we all know, love, and cherish are coming up. Uh, speaking of uh, Hanukkah and the Jewish faith, um, Raymond, have you heard of this uh, controversy that's been going on the past few weeks between David Starr and Matthias Glass? Oh, I heard about this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so one of them is, a, is, is playing a gimmick, and the other one is offended by this gimmick. When wrestling is about well, we'll get it, we'll get into that. But like the thing about mm-hmm. it is, for those who don't know, David Starr, who has been uh, a big part of the indie scene for quite some time, he's been a big part of, I yep. believe, Beyond Wrestling, Shotgun Wrestling, Progress Wrestling, uh, many indies, many of them. Uh, we've seen we've seen him around New York a couple of times. He's wrestled for HOG. Uh, very recently, he came out against a up-and-comer on the indie scene, sort of a lower-tier performer, but a guy who's been making the rounds lately. You may have heard of him. His name is Matthias Glass. For those who don't know, he has a gimmick that I can only describe as a constipated rabbi with a giant hat. Oh. But he is a mensch, though. He, he is, is a mensch. mensch. We've met... We he want to preface this by saying... He, I, he did. <laughs> that leads into a funny story. He did throw... A bagel at us at a show once, and the whole milk mic caught it. But that was that was that is hilarious. But yeah, and then we proceeded to eat the bagel. But the funny thing uh, is, uh, Matthias Glass, as revealed recently, is not actually Jewish or Hebrew. Was and, that revealed though? Most people knew. Well, like I so actually like, didn't know weird. that. Weirdly enough, I, I don't remember who told me that, but it was kind of an eye opener to me. But uh, speaking uh, from my own opinions, I am not like truly offended by it but speaking of like we need someone i feel like we need someone who really understands what it means to offend someone and i have the perfect guy for the job so raymond as if your month couldn't get any worse my name isn't raymond damn it it's the law 
Raymond? <laughs> who the fuck is Raymond? It'll be <laughs> you ever seen that t-shirt that says who the fuck is Mick Jagger? We're gonna have, we'll have a t-shirt that says who the fuck is Raymond. That's my next shirt. That's the next t-shirt. That is not that is neither here nor there, but the law. We I've decided to bring back your old buddy back to the show. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, making his GAWP return after all this time. He's been busy working on many, many, many personal projects, including several short films. But he's always he no. always has a home here no. at the GAWP. He is a two-time GAWP champion, a former hardcore champion, and as of this writing, he's the longest reigning GAWP heavyweight champion. I know him as Matt Koffler, but ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you know him as the daddy. It's Matt the Daddy Koffler. How you doing, sir? You goofy-ass schmucks. In the time that I was gone, you managed to lose both titles. You've lost everything. This is barely a show. I feel like I'm sitting in rubble, in ruins, and now here I come, and I just got to put the pieces together and, and try to rebuild what, what, what you guys, I presume, destroyed. I don't even know what happened. I heard a little bit of stuff about Smiley. I don't even know how that happened. It, it, it just seems like a disaster. I'm very worried. Uh, as am see, I, Matt, sir. See, as Matt, am I. see, Matt, Matt, Matt. You say we cause destruction. No, 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 no. I saved this show because even you ruined it. They, they are the ones that screw me out, so I took one away. I'm going to take the other one out, too. And you, I'll leave you alone because you're here to talk about this subject. And I'm not kind of, I don't think I feel I should be talking about because sadly, I'm not Jewish. So good luck, guys. But we are. So, Matt, spe speaking as a fellow member of the Jewish faith, do you find Matthias Glass offensive, and do you think David Starr has any merit to his argument? Well, David Starr does have a good amount of merit, um, but I think both sides certainly have a degree of legitimacy when it comes to this issue. I'm pulling up statements right now just so I can make I don't... Cause Sweating on a certain degree. You're breaking up a little bit, buddy. An ice. Okay. Uh, um, am I a little better now? There you go. Do you have me? Yep. All right. Essentially, this uh, my my situation with Messiah Matthias Glass. Uh, I really just randomly came across his Facebook and have a few had a few mutual friends and I initially seeing it, I do with the idea of a Jewish gimmick innately, and I, I didn't know I didn't watch any of his promos or his matches initially. I just kind of just presumed he was Jewish and this was his shtick. Same. Um, and then David Starr comes out with this expose and my biggest issue with this entire controversy is that nobody from from what I'm really seeing is really giving David Starr um, much um, I guess credit or credence to his beliefs. People seem to be shutting him down and saying he's a snowflake and an SJW and what have you. But in reality, there is a um, there is a fine line between something that is reminiscent of blackface and a character. Um, put this 
to quote David's uh, examples, um, he filmed an interview while holding a bagel. Whatever. That's no real issue. He ran away from an opponent carrying ham. Um, eh, I mean, he seemed like like those kinds of things, the bagels, the ham, they seem like easy kind of gimmicky things to do. Not necessarily offensive. A little bit of an eye roll, not really problematic. Acting scared of German chocolate while cutting a promo, that just is immature. That's the vibe I'm getting. I'm getting like grade school kind of humor initially. And this is something I saw before the controversy came out. He posted on social media saying he's so Jewish because he wants to aid a penny boy. And that's where that's where we start to have a bit of a, a little bit of an issue. Um, to be fair, though, like there is sort of not to cut you off. There is. Let's not pretend like yeah. he's the only guy in the history of wrestling that's done something like this. You have your Akeem the African Dreams. You have your like DX dressing up like the Nation of Domination. You have your uh, what the hell Yokozuna, who was who was just Yokozuna was not Japanese. Let's never forget that. Yeah, but that's yeah. the thing, Ben. Sorry to cut you off. I just want to give my two cents in there. They knew the line. This guy, I don't want to. I don't want to be offensive toward Matthias either, because like I said, I want to be neutral. He kind of. It's like Matt said. He goes over that bar. He should be going. And takes it kind of maturely. That's what I'm going to say. Well, yes. And Ben, you bring up a point that Matthias has been touting on social media, which is, well, look at these things that WWF has done in the past. And my response is, that's in the past. And WWF has been shit on for all of those things numerous times for obvious reasons. WWF in the 80s and 90s is like, I mean, it's antiqu- it was antiquated when they did it. Yeah. Like, WWF in the, in the 90s was like at the level of sometimes of like the 1890s of like minstrel shows. I mean, to, to dress gold dust up in blackface is so abhorrent and shocking and horrible. And we sometimes forget that as fans. And WWE has done a real good job of trying to stay squeaky clean and kind of scrub that history off of their record because it's just, it's, it's just awful to, um, 2017 public relations type of stuff. Can't really. Uh, for obvious reasons. And WWE is trying to be more geared towards their younger audience, which isn't a problem as wrestling in its uh, nature is geared towards younger guys. I mean, that's just the reality of it. It is characters, it is uh, superheroes, and regardless of whether or not you believe that wrestling is for kids or what have you, it's important to remember that when you go outside of our bubble of the tri-state area, uh, New York, New Jersey, what have you, and you start heading out towards the Midwest, and especially the South, when Matthias Glass tours wherever it may be with whatever independent organization, whether it be down to Florida or the Midwest, I'm not sure what his touring schedule looks like per se, but when he goes to those venues, these kids in the audience might be seeing the Matthias Glass character as their first experience being introduced to Judaism. And I think that's a really important distinction. Just as when WWE took the obscene gimmick crime time uh, oh, Lord. <laughs> around the world to basically um, basically put a real horrible stain 
on um, black professional wrestling. And you can say, yes, Crime Time, the, the JTG, um, they and were Shad. black, obviously. Shad and JTG. But at the same time, yeah. At the same time, though, if you look at um, the history of minstrel shows, at a certain point, African Americans were allowed to become a part of the act. You know, just because you know a couple of performers are okay doing it doesn't mean they speak for the entire general consensus of what a culture feels. You and can again, debate, I want to reiterate that I don't not, have. You can debate whether or not crime time were like truly like racist, racist, like till you're blue in the face. I've heard arguments. From both sides of the fence, I'm kind of in the middle on it, but I, I definitely hear what you're saying. This isn't something that's mutually exclusive. You're using them as like an example to show how like a culture can be like misrepresented for like dozens of people. Yeah, and this is another middle of the ground situation, and it's a shame. It's a shame that it's, it's, it's becoming this because there is such great potential with a character like this, and I think that's important to remember. I, I really believe that as um, wrestling goes we are story-wise moving away from the idea of gimmicks in a more general broad sense as at least cartoonish ones yeah as fans we're not looking for gimmicks as much as we are looking for characters just as uh in the early 90s fans turned to wcw as opposed to wwf because they wanted people with names they don't want they didn't want some uh the, the, the dentist isaac yankum they wanted Stone. They wanted Steve Austin. They wanted people who they can uh, see themselves in and see characters. And we're still seeing that, and we're seeing that in pop culture as well. Uh, Marvel people don't necessarily run to the comic books from the you know, way back. In these movies that we're getting from the cinematic universe, we at least feel like we're getting more character out of them. You know, uh, Star Lord and Guardians of the Galaxy, the comic books. I'm sure looks a whole lot different than what James Gunn brought out of that character Definitely. when they brought it to the screen. People look for characters nowadays. And I would emphasize that if Matthias Glass intends to continue doing a Jewish character, he should look to do a character as opposed to a gimmick. Just because I don't th And not just because it's offensive or something, but I just think it sells better. I think people would be more interested uh, if he wants to be taken seriously as a professional wrestler. And he does seem like a hard worker. And I definitely think he has an opportunity to strike gold, uh, as we may say. And, I, and like when I, when I think of what a Jewish character could look like, and at least what I assumed he was doing, I was thinking, like, he's going into the ring and he's cutting, like, Larry David, Woody Allen-esque sort of promos. That you know, would be funny. ever watched... You know, I'm thinking like self-deprecating humor, just like super, not goofy, but certainly a observant sort of humor tied into the character, that kind of down-on-your-luck, oy vey type of guy, without necessarily being, um, I don't know, going for the low blows of, oh, kosher, oh, uh, pennies, and just the, the cheap stuff. And my question and I think this is something that nobody's... I mean, I, I haven't read every single article. This is something I'm just thinking of now. Um, what happens if an organization wants to turn them heel? Ooh, yet, that, is, that is a legitimately good point because then you, have, then you have people who could be seeing as they're having him portray the evil, insidious Jew, which will be taken 
so which could which will go horribly wrong. I mean, that would be a career-ending moment, no doubt, and it would be a company-ending moment. It would end it. It would be on the news, no doubt. I mean, this is already getting this story. I'm looking at um, the JC. It's a, the Jewish Chronicle, and they have an, uh, an article about this whole situation. Um, and it's important to uh, note that uh, the article states that on Sunday, uh, Matthias tweeted out that he finds himself pulling back on some of the stereotypical stuff um, and that he's constantly evolving and now he's willing to learn from constructive criticism. Earlier on, when this first broke, he was very adamant in tweeting out and Facebooking just the statement, I'm Jewish, oi which kind of blurred the line even more. Because he realized that if he kept digging his feet in and protesting about it, that he'd, lo that he'd lose bookings. Yeah, and, and it's, you know, when this kind of shit uh, comes up, regardless of whether or not you necessarily agree with Star, I definitely think Star didn't say anything out of, ca like, a, a completely out of reason. It's not like he just, you know, he didn't come out and write, look at this... Nazi who's parading around. You know, he said, listen, the guy's Jewish. He's portraying a character that is very, um, very antiquated, at least as it's being portrayed as of now. And it can definitely need some uh, fine tuning to be taken uh, more seriously in today's circumstances. I mean, and, you know, even whether or not you agree with the current uh, social change that is happening. You have to acknowledge that if you're going to get those bookings and make it to the top, and the top being, you know, WWE, these kinds of places, no uh, rational, you know, high-stakes company, super high-stakes, you know, top-tier pay-per-views, you know, these major multi-million-dollar companies, nobody's going to say, oh, let's take in a Jewish stereotype and make that a huge thing in today's context. Not Especially because even if, even if he's great, he can be the greatest wrestler of all time. He can cut promos better than anyone else can. But it's like, this is going to do horrible for us. Just on a basic of PR. I can, and that's where the, I completely agree with you. That's actually a very solid way of looking at it. So I'm not against this guy. In fact, I think he's clever. I think he's super clever. I mean, the first time I saw that giant hat, I laughed my ass off. It is it pretty... Like, Dude, the dude. The last time I saw it, yeah. The, I've seen the dude live several times before, and trust me, the stuff with the hat is fucking hilarious. You're not wrong, wrong on that one. I mean, I, I I saw bits where he throws the hat, and the ref just topples over, and it's just it's good slapstick there. And you know, the last time I saw a hat like that, it was in Israel. Like that's like a super orthodox thing to wear, which is funny as it is. It's just a fucking hat. I, the first time I was like, if this guy wrestles in that hat. He deserves like a he deserves a gold medal because that's like holy shit. Uh, obviously, the hat eventually does come off, but I definitely think he has potential. In my recommendation, and I you know I don't expect, um, you know I'm no person to give out wrestling advice, but at least when it comes to character, I can because I do direct short films as you say, and I do write a ton and think about you know the proper way to portray characters and whatnot. I would say watch some Curb Your Enthusiasm, you know. Watch Andy Hall, especially the opening, because uh, in the beginning of Andy Hall, Woody Allen uh, gives a monologue directly mm -hmm. to the camera, and that's like the closest thing you'll ever get to like a Jewish promo, or you know, a Jew, you know, shoot. And uh, if played right, 
this can be an opportunity to um, to people who aren't exposed to Jews to give them an opportunity to be exposed to the character of a Jewish person in a way that isn't uh, derogatory, a way that feels um, relatable, number one, relatable, that feels understandable, and that can be, uh, I don't know, taken in by fans in a positive way. There's a, there's, there's a positive end to the story, I think. I think, there's a, I think there's a light at the end of the tunnel for this whole situation. This is, a, this is growing pains. This isn't uh, destructive by any means. I could not have so thank that the best way I could have put it. Thank you very much for coming in to talk about it like that. Thank you very much. Oh my goodness. I love this I love this topic, just you guys talking about it. Am I the only one that sees them having a match at the end of this stuff? David Starr <laughs> the one Matthias. company Oh, I think better. Oh I my god, that that would draw like you remember a few remember like a year or so ago when Vader like called out Will Ospreay? And like talking about it, the and then they had the match. <laughs> they're probably some you know company. There's gonna be that one company that's gonna be like, I see dollar signs. Oh yes, well, you know one company is gonna get a wild hair up their ass and do it. I more than guarantee you that is going to happen. No, both guys better be good with doing this because it has to happen. It's just such a good opportunity, and they can do so much with the two of them against each other. Like that would be a, first of all, it would be a good match on its own. I, I can only imagine the in-ring uh, promo work the two of them would do. And they can really blur the line. You know, they can definitely make us question. That's the thing. They're both shoot, definitely. Not. Yeah, they're both good wrestlers. And then David Starr is definitely a guy that can work anything. He could work fucking the hat and they'll make it a five-star match. So yep. It's going to be a good, it's gonna be a good contest if it happens. Yeah, if they do it, and I definitely think they should, they can also use this as an opportunity to publicly reconcile the situation. You know, if they if they you know cut a promo against each other, do that whole bit, they have a match, and you know you know you know that typical indie wrestling thing where they they shake hands at the end, that whole bit. If they can find a common ground on the end in a public setting, that that not only puts on a good show and will bring in people to watch it. But then it also makes a public statement that, okay, we're moving forward, and both these guys are good at what they do. I think that's the important part to remember. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be something that hopefully at the end everyone can just see, okay, we got it. Let's be a little more, I guess, low with getting that kind of stereotypes, but in the end we can all have fun and love this thing we love wrestling. So. Big time. Let's see what happens. Let's see what so, happens. Matt, do you? I understand that you're on the clock tonight. Do you want to stick around for a little bit, or do you need to go? I can stick around for a couple more minutes. I knew, I knew there was another topic you wanted to bring up. I can stay for that, or I, know, I can stay for like, let's say, until uh, about uh, twenty more minutes. If you're good with that. All right, that works. We'll talk about one or two more little thing. We'll talk about one more little breaking topic. We'll start getting into the news, and then we'll. Say goodbye to Matt for the night, go to commercial, and then we'll come back with more WWE and indie news. So the next topic that we weren't planning on talking about, but it literally just broke before we hit record tonight. Uh, former What Culture personality and former Cultaholic personality, uh, Adam Blompier, just broke his silence after less than a month of being dark on social media and the internet. Uh, for, for those who don't know, Adam was shit-canned from Cultaholic before it got off the ground because he was 
exposed on Twitter, what have social media, what have you, for having used his online status to solicit some sects, some nudes from various girls online, despite the fact that he was already in a relationship. He lied to the girls, either saying that he was not in a relationship or he was in an open relationship and his girlfriend was okay with it. And as, as all the girls sort of ganged up on him on social media, sort of exposed him for what he was doing and what cultaholic rightfully so not wanting this stigma attached to them uh fired him swiftly and quickly and now a few weeks after that's all occurred he recently came out just today with a vlog on a you on his new youtube channel which is just called adam blompier and if you google is if you type in his name into youtube this will be the first video that pops up it's titled an apology and he shows up with a shaved head which first of all i don't even know what that's about. Second of all, he starts going into how he's sorry for what he did. He's sorry for all of that. You think, I thought he was going to be like, I do not uh, like, he's going to start like apologizing and saying, listen, I, I, I abused my power. I did all that stuff. He sort of hints at that. And then he starts talking about how he's been going to therapy for a sex addiction. And he even links several people in the comments. Let me see if I can like bring up without playing like clips from the video because I don't want the sound overlay, but he says he mentions the Samaritans and the sex addiction and therapy within the United Kingdom, and I'm like, oh my god, you're using a sex addiction as an excuse for... Listen, Adam, what you've done is shitty, but it's common, alright? Dudes in power or with small amounts of fame or notoriety use what they have to get things from women it's shitty but a lot of men in the entertainment and content creation industry do it but a lot that of doesn't make it right doesn't make it right doesn't and like listen just because you you can't lie and say now i'm not denying that there are probably some people who have addictions to like sexual activities or have a very intense libido and can't control it i'm not saying that those people don't exist out there and if you're struggling with those kind of things by all means, get help. But it really seems like he's cut with the shaved head and like saying all this stuff. It really feels like a ploy for attention. Uh, Ray, I'm going to start with you. What do you think? So, goddamn. Okay, I got it. Again, I was talking, thinking my mic was unmuted. God, <laughs> I love this. Okay, so before we got on the air, we all watched the video, and the first thing I thought of was. I had a feeling this is what he would say. I had a feeling he's going to say he had an addiction, he had a sickness, because if he is going to therapy, the first thing they want you to admit is that you're sick. They don't want you to say it's your fault. They want to say, no, this isn't you doing it on your own. This is something that your body couldn't control because you are mentally sick. You're mentally not there. However, does it make it right? No, to no extent. What he did was shitty. It was something that when you have that kind of power and you see, hey, so many people like me, I can get something out of them. They see me as this pop, this megastar, this pop star, whatever. It's like, I can get why he did it because, again, he was like, you know what? These girls are falling for me now. At the same time, I after what the remarks afterward from the women that did it, you're kind of trying to play the victim while at the same time, why don't you send the pics? <laughs> There was no way in hell you were going to actually meet the dude. Like, come on. It's like, it's 50-50 here. 
he was just a douche for doing it. And they're kind of, I guess they they had that false hope at the same time. Why send the picks? It was just stupid from all parts. But at the end of the day, this video, I guess, is one step in the right direction. Let's see where it goes. Will he ever be accepted again? I'm not sure if everyone can accept that, that apology or even try to see him as the same. But let's see what happens. I'll give the guy the benefit of the doubt for now. And Matt, what about you? What do you think about this whole thing? All right, so the girls in this situation weren't underaged, right? She was a 19-year-old girl, if I remember correctly. I that's the one aspect of this I'm not quite sure about, but like this, people would be talking about that aspect of them being underage a lot more if like that was the case. I'm so, hoping that's another thing. I'm hoping that would be nowhere. That in, would definitely nowhere in any of the statement. tweets. Nowhere in any of the tweets or articles or anything I've read have indicated anything about any of these girls being under the age of eighteen, so or nineteen, so. Uh, let's assume. Let's assume. Regardless. Let's assume they were of or within the range of his age, or slightly young. Let's assume, like, yes, they were over. They were the right age. Let's assume. Whatever. Um, it, it's complicated. Um, Ray brought up the idea of being sick, and that is the way that addiction is traditionally looked at, and. To get into the discussion of whether or not he had control over his actions is much more complicated than I think we have time for, just as we get into the discussion of free will and we're talking about, I mean, before you know it, we would be divulging into neuroscience, which not, none of us can really truly... Yeah. Um, I don't think we have the time for that, because I know, yeah. I think both of us have studied psychology, but at the same time... To explain all of that in one podcast, we'll be here forever. So yeah, it's the that. simple. To put it mildly, um, he definitely had urges, and regardless of how you um, philosophically see the world, he did these things. And we have to discuss whether or not we forgive or accept him as a human being. And I think what we can look to is the simple fact that not all crimes are equal. And this is something that I think um, in today's moral panic that we're starting to move away from, and I, that's dangerous, because um, you have situations like uh, Harvey Weinstein, yep, and his actions were incredibly egregious and disgusting on all fronts. Um, you have Louis C.K., who is, whose actions were incredibly repulsive, um, and among um, uh, Kevin Spacey and a myriad of others who just did horrendous acts of not only harassment, but basic assault. Um, and that can't be tolerated on any level. None of these actions are tolerable. It's a question of um, how do we view them as human beings going forward. And these situations are obviously not easily forgivable, and there needs to be some sort of penalty. And a lot of people are comparing situations like that with the situations going on with um, the Senator Al Franken, who uh, groped or allegedly groped um, a couple of people in 2006 and I think 2010 or sometime around there, who did, um, who, who did things like, a, whether it be jokingly or whatnot, and then more uh, recently today, the, t the host of the Today Show, Matt Lauer, I heard about was... This. Uh, 
was very suddenly fired this morning um, after a report came in that he had done something. The most that I was able to find on any allegations were from Katie Kerr back in 2012 where he had uh, pinched her uh, pinched her butt or something. We don't know the full extent. I think the most important thing to remember is that not all crimes are made equally. I think we can objectively say that Harvey Weinstein's actions are objectively far worse than um, Al Franken's. And even of course, if you look yeah. at the, the popular band uh, Brand New, they, um, their lead singer went under Jesse Lacey. He did what Adam Blompier did. The difference being, he was he was he was about twenty five when his situation happened back in two thousand three, and that was with a, uh, I believe, a fifteen year old girl. So hey. That's where the big issue. That's where the issue of the Jesse oh. Lacey situation. Yeah. See, that's something else that that really does change it. It's basically you have to look at every detail of it. You have to break it down because no doesn't make it right if something's different. However the severity of it changes. There are different like, yeah, levels. There's there definitely are, a severity of it. There are different if levels. Adam was soliciting from little girls, from underage people, because that's something of, okay, now you're not sick. Now you're really, well, you're sick. But in but a much worse way. The now you're just being a fucking asshole. But yeah, I from, think so. But from, what, on, from what we've gathered in this situation, these were of age girls and he's 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 sick and just for that he's being a creep who is cheating on his girlfriend with other girls. But I don't think he's sick in that way. Yeah, it's it's again it's a severity. Not does it make it right? No. No. However, the severity of it's still there. Again, there's certain things you can forgive. With this, it's going to be hard because it's something that he was in the public eye. That's what makes all this relatable because when yeah, in the public I mean, eye. Looking at the- it, it kind of just makes it ten times worse. So, I um, think for those that are familiar with our podcast, you're going to know last year something like this happened yeah. with a certain, with a certain uh, boy. With, I'll say that. I'll say that. Not with, a say certain, with a certain wrestler in the New York yeah. area, his name rhymed with yeah. uh, Shmood, Shmood, Shmood Moy Miley. I'll just I'll leave it yeah, at that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So, yeah. With that, that's even worse, but just related to wrestling. Because I know, I hope a lot of people are watching the news and know what me and Matt were saying, but at the same time, just related to wrestling, something like that was 10 times worse being underage was used. Underage children, underage, I guess, girls, like that. This was soliciting from those that had a choice. And well, that's the only yeah. Let's let's clear the facts just a little bit. I'm looking at the BBC. Um, the statement from the girl mm-hmm. who this happened with, she wrote, knowing that I was 19, drunk, sexually inexperienced, oh, and, okay. and had and had moral obligations to sending him nudes. He continued to try to persuade me. In the end, I relented. So her being hmm. drunk. Definitely adds a layer to it. Hmm. Uh, I did not bad. read that one. I did not read that I was not aware of that information. What Blompier's situation boils down to is that he did something incredibly douchey. And he did something um, that you can't 
there's no apology. You know, there's no like a we can we can't apologize for him. We can't. Uh, He'll never definitely be at his status ever again. He'll never no. get to be no. in the public eye. As in the sad oh, the sad fact thing. is like if you've wa- if you've looked at the YouTube comments for that update video I mentioned. The, if that yeah. dude started a new YouTube channel tomorrow, he would still have his fans. You gotta understand That's that. That's the thing, though, because wrestling fans are always gonna want... They would forgive anyone, that's the thing, but for those that are morally conscious, I hope you can understand, yeah, we can't just give in to the guy anymore. Part of me It's like someone almost... even made a joke, because recently, if you're watching Cultaholics, um, I think their prediction video was to cut their hair. Adam Pacitti lost. He cut his hair, so now they're making the joke, oh, this is all storyline. Oh, he's cutting his hair, he's going to come back and do predictions. Come on, it's not fake, people. I know you guys love your wrestling, but understand, there's a thin line between reality and what's happening for the business. I tweeted about about this when the story first broke, and I'll say it again here. People form attachments to musicians to wrestlers to content creators to writers what have you and they want to hold them up on this pedestal and so when things like this break and there's a certain ambiguity to it they feel the need to immediately jump in and start defending them like this yeah i think i was i was under that impression as well that's why when the first when the story first broke out i remember you and me had our argument because I kind of wanted to defend him. But looking more into it, every day I'm seeing, yeah, he's just trying to get his way clean and just try to get away from the public eye to try to be better and come back uh, scot-free. However, I'm seeing more and more, especially with that that, uh, information Matt gave us, he's definitely a dick and I can't defend the guy and I can't see him being, oh, sick. No, If if you knew what you were doing, you can see the information straight there, and it's fucking, it's like a storyline. You can see it, and you can know where it went and where it was going. Now, to say that, what you just said, Ben, that's a lot of people, but that's the thing. We were all fans. I'm going to say their names because it relates. We were fans of Benoit. We were fans of Riley. But guess what? After what they did, I don't think we can say the same now. You, well, like, you can debate that still because I can still go back and enjoy no, no, no. That's the thing. a we Chris can Benoit match full knowing what he did, but I can hate the man. That's the funny thing about professional wrestling, not to cut you off. It is these guys are portraying characters in a sense. Like Chris Benoit was very much different than the guy who was portraying him on like in many ways. And so, no, that's what I'm saying. Like with these guys, with Adam – the videos we can always watch. Now, we get the same Hello? feeling, it's going to be different. Matt, can you hear us? Yeah, now I can. Okay. So, again, uh, so it's always that it's going to be a different feeling, though. Like, I can watch a, a Benoit match. I can watch saying a Riley match. However, do we get the same feeling? No. Now no. it's kind of like, uh, okay. It's, it's, more like sad. it's still... It's, more, it's weird. It's an awkward feeling and almost It's a sad like, feeling of what could yeah. have been if like of they course. if they were better people or the horrible events hadn't happened. Yep. So it's, it's that's the thing. That's the kind of that's the same thing that's gonna happen with Adam. However, like you mentioned, a lot of people will still give him the benefit of the doubt. 
there's still a lot of people that give the others the benefit of a doubt. They still try to bait their uh, their theories and everything. So, again, let's see where this goes. Will he ever be forgiven by us? I'm not sure. I'm willing to hedge my bet on no. So that pretty much does it for the Adam Blompier situation. And before we go to break, let's let's lighten the let's end this segment of the show this on a little. This is a gun mood because we were just. This has been controversial and fucking. Let's end so on. Dim. Let's end on a bit of lighter news for a change. Uh, Let's talk about another figure who got some controversy this week, but for some funny reasons this time. Papa Meltzer, a.k.a. Dave Meltzer, a.k.a. David Meltzer of the Pro Wrestling Illustrated, I believe, or the Pro Wrestling Observer, uh, the man who popularized the phrase five stars, uh, was outed this week as being a liar, as... um, what searching? Oh, oh no! Papa Meltzer was wrong. Shock of shocks! Oh, yes, no. sadly, sadly, as Papa Meltzer, who Matt. Uh, by the way, Matt, I have to ask your opinion on something. You you judge wrestlers on whether or not they qualify of being a daddy. For example, you think Jinder Mahal is a daddy, right? I like Jinder. <laughs> of course, but we do know you, that. And I want yep. to be champion again. Do you think? Do you think uh, Papa Meltzer? Do you think Dave Meltzer qualifies in being a daddy? I would need to see a picture of this guy. He's, he's, you don't know what Dave Meltzer looks? Oh, God. Oh, there he is. Oh, no, no. Come on. I mean, he does a lot of good work for wrestling, but uh, he's not... He hasn't... He's not actively uh, trying to become a monster. I think that's a problem. He is pretty swole, though. <laughs> that is the kind of crazy thing about he's, Dave He's not a wrestler, though. He just writes... But the big thing, the big thing yeah, that he has to intimidate the wrestlers. That's, that's his job. <laughs> no, he does intimidate them in the sense that he can make or break their careers. But yeah, basically, yeah, make them break their bodies. Break their bodies and their spirits. But the news oh, that God. broke, the news that broke this last week was that Dave Meltzer broke a story that. Finn Balor is being taken out of the Royal Rumble main event against Brock because, quote, Vince McMahon doesn't think that Finn Balor is over, which is honestly just kind of a bizarre thing to do. Finn Balor moves a crapload of merch. He gets a big pop every time he comes out, and the demon thing is crazy over with people. Gets a huge, like, Attitude Era-style pop every time he comes out. We all call bullshit on it, and bullshit it very truly was because it was confirmed this week that Vince McMahon... Think has a great affinity for Finn Balor, sees great value in him, and although he doesn't quite, and although it can be debated whether or not he thinks he's ready for the top spot, Finn, the reason he got yanked from the Royal Rumble main event was for the exact opposite reason. Finn Balor, Finn ba- Balor as the demon, Vince McMahon wants to protect the demon from being pinned, because the, Finn Balor as the demon has not been pinned on TV or on pay-per-view yet. So Vince McMahon oh. wants to pull the Roman treatment and protect that version of Finn to ensure that he's a success. So, kind of the exact opposite, actually. So, yeah, Dave, you're a liar. Well, you know what? Everyone's everyone's allowed to be wrong every once in a while. I give him a pass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, like I said, we know him as half the time he's right. His opinion is very important to us. Not a ma- he's not a magician. He's human. He's allowed to... Want to write the best story? We do the same. On Gop, we try to put over stuff and like, oh, let's get it out before someone else does. But again, it's all about getting yourself out there. Meltzer, you fucked up. But 
We still love you. Six stars for your for your fake story. <laughs> six stars. <laughs> yeah, six stars for the fake oh, story. Give it a four. It was all right. Could have used some more strong style. <laughs> it needed to be in Japan. If it was Japan, it would have been your five stars. It would have been five stars. Japan, give it five stars. So we are coming up at the halfway mark, and that seems like a lighter note to go to commercial on. So, Matt, we're going to let you go. But seeing as we have you here, your big return to JWP, do you have any words for the law before you head out? Can I let I him want go, my right? I want my title back. I want it now. I'm going to get it back very soon. And uh, once that happens, it, the title won't be leaving the podcast anytime soon, as I am the longest rating, and I will uh, break my record next time. That's my plan. Hmm. <laughs> okay, Matt, Matt, Matt. Guess what, though? I'm still one of the co-hosts. I still have to say, so that title shot of yours isn't happening anytime soon. Bye. Matt, trust that's not how it works. Trust me, Matt, trust me, Matt. I'm I am going to work this out. I am going as soon as Mike is back. We're going to make sure that you and everybody who gets deserves a rematch gets one. But sadly, for the time being, it appears that the it appears that his word is law. Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't like that. Not a fan. I'm feeling it. Not a fan of it either. Is it sir. fake news? Too fake bad. news, yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's actually fake news. Fake news. <laughs> the one time I ever wrong. agree with that. Wrong. Wrong. Matt, is he wrong? Oh, he's wrong. He's very wrong. Oh. <laughs> and that is the perfect time to go to commercial. So thank you for joining us, Matt the Daddy. Is he Negri or what the fuck up? What the and we're going to go to commercial and try and figure out what the hell that was but we'll be right thank you matt for joining us and we'll be right back with more of the general admission wrestling podcast enjoy these commercials what's up everybody it's trustworthy avenging ben popping in to give you a very special holiday message well it's that special time of year where you gotta start shilling out all your hard-earned money buying presents for a bunch of assholes that you don't even like why not get them something actually good this year, like some GAWP t-shirts from our Tee Public Store. That's right, right now you can go and get yourself a Whole Milk Mike shirt, a Ray Raimundo t-shirt, a Matt the Minkus, I mean Matt the, Cough, Matt the Daddy Coffler t-shirt, and of course you can get an Avenging Ben t-shirt too. We have a whole bunch of designs in stock. We have the classic GAWP logo, the current GAWP logo, and the GAWP NWO tribute logo. We both have classic and Wolfpack. We have a whole bunch of stuff on sale for you guys. We hope that you'll pick something up and maybe give someone to the special wrestling fan in your life this holiday season. This is once again Avenging Ben reminding you to join the madness and happy holidays. And we are back with more of the General Admission Boom. Wrestling Podcast with me, Avenging Ben, and the law, Ray Raymundo. Ray, I need to talk to your friend, if you don't mind, real quick. Uh, my friend? Uh, uh, what are you talking about? Oh, wait, okay. I'll get him for you. Hold on, hold on. Uh, I didn't even think we were going to bring him on this week. We had Matt. We already had a guest. Oh, yeah, come here. Hey, you. What do you want? Up here, get the mic. Grab it. Okay, put it in your ears. Okay. Hola, señor Ben! Hey, Pepe, what's up? Hola, amigos! 
It's good, Pepe. It's good to have you back. Uh, you were very sad last week. Are you doing better this week? Please, Senor Ben. We had to go to my to my isla of Mexico. Wait, no, not an isla, sorry. My country of Mexico had a few shots of tequila. I still miss my Senor Mike, but it's okay, it's okay. I talked to a favorite luchador of mine. I think his name is Smiley. Yeah, yeah, Smiley. He says he's treating Mike very well. So, me happy, me happy. Very good. So, Ray, I have to, uh, focus, Ray, what am I talking about? Ray, Ray's your friend. Pepe, I got to... you want to speak to Ray? I'll, t I'll get up the... I'll get up no, 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 I don't want to talk to Ray. Ray, Ray. he wants you... Uh, no? Oh. No, I don't want to talk to Ray. Ray. Ray's a puto. You're not a puto. Yay, me not a puto, senor. Yeah, so, Pepe, I got to ask you something. Uh, we talked about how a lot of people find... Uh, Matthias Glass offensive. Uh, maybe David Starr finds him offensive. He's he's what you call a, I believe he's a, uh, what's the word? Uh, he's he's a mensch. He's a mensch. Yeah, you got that right. Now, Pepe, what would you say to people out there that think you're offensive? Why, Senor? Me just trying to to do the honest thing. Me put this as me job for Senor Trump not to deport me. Uh, I'm not offensive, am I, Senor Ben? Do I offend you? Well, I'm not the kind of I'm not the person you should be asking about that, Pepe. But honestly, what would you say to anybody out there that finds you offensive? It's all fun and games, Senores and Senoras. Me not actually Mexican, if you know who's actually speaking. So take a joke, it's not that hard. <laughs> this is all for comedy. If you can't take a joke, oh wait, what? <coughs> if you can't take a joke, here's your comedy, senor. So if you don't want to listen to us, then jodate putos. Thank so, senor Ben, I think that answers your question. Thank you, Have Pepe. Have you gotten any complaints, though, Senor Ben? We haven't gotten any complaints yet, so the legend of Pepe shall live on. So thank you, sir, Yay! for popping in. Free my homie, bye. Bye, Pepe. Have Pep. a nice day, amigos. Bye, Pepe. Give me the mic. Give me the fucking... Give me the mic. Give me... Uh, God damn it, Pepe. He didn't want to give me the mic, Ben. God it's damn it. Because you had a puto. <sighs> he, was so, he was so happy about something. What did you ask him? Uh, I just asked him what we were talking about, the whole David Star Matthias Glass thing. I asked him whether or not people would think he is offensive. Oh, what do you, th what do you think? Do you think he's offensive? Eh, he's he's offensive to me. He's not actually Mexican. And he has to take a Mexican. All right. Yeah, I'll trust you on he's that He's a puto Hey, you're the one who brought him to the show, buddy. I'll trust you on that one. But yeah, a lot of crazy No, he steals things. the mic every week. It's, it's, it's crazy, okay. crazy okay. things going on this week. Crazy outside the world of wrestling. Did you see the Infinity War trailer today? Oh my god, yes! Uh, dude, I woke up this morning, it was the most happiest moment ever. I, it was the first thing god. on my Facebook feed when I woke, woke up today, and that, that was better than breakfast. It was just like, oh my god, give it to me now. When's it coming out? Like like April? Too far away, I need it now. God, I was like, yes, we're finally getting it. Just seeing every reveal in that trailer, it was just amazing. The, the funny thing was... That I'm looking through my Facebook, I'm like, wait, no wrestling, no wrestling. It was just everything Marvel. I'm like, ah, uh, it's a good day. <laughs> the infinity, it's, a, oh, it's an man. Infinity but War. But definitely, now Infinity War is definitely going to be something I can't wait for. Does bring up the question, though, Ben. I know a lot of people are going to ask us, Marvel or DC? What are your thoughts, Ben? Marvel. 
this is this is something I'm I'm like kind of twisted on. I love Marvel movies. Don't get me wrong, but I love DC because it's kind of different. It's that darker side of Just the superhero. Darker doesn't make style. it good, man. Like Man of Steel tried to be dark, and that movie was a pile of shit. True, true. But again, it's I love both styles. I'm more of a Marvel guy as well, but I can't give DC. Well, that's the so thing, though. Shit. We're talking about the movies specifically. When it comes to movies, I'm firmly in the Marvel side of things. But when it comes to, like, the animated TV shows, I think DC has that unlocked. Definitely, like, yeah. Their TV shows and animated Marvel movies Marvel needs are, to get away from Disney because their animation fucking sucks for Oh, my God. Freaking Ultimate Spider-Man, that new Spider-Man cartoon they got. They canceled Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes, which, shame on you for doing that. That show was awesome. Yep. Also, well, Infinity War is definitely not gonna, not is not gonna. I'm sorry. Uh, it's not gonna leave us wanting anymore because it's definitely gonna fill that void of superhero in 2018. However, speaking of superheroes, there's one superhero that wants to get out of his suit and into the ring. Oh Back, yeah. Mention what I'm talking about. Drax the Destroyer from the Guardians of the Galaxy, or as we know him, the Animal Batista, wants to come back to WWE for a full-time run. Uh, honestly, at this point, I'd be all for it because I feel Drax the Destroyer has kind of elevated Dave Batista in a way that, like the Rock, when the when the Rock originally left for Hollywood, people freaking hated that. That but he became like Hollywood star of the Rock. But, like, Batista is now beloved to children everywhere as Drax the Destroyer. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, bring him back as Batista and you can, like, he'll definitely be way more over now. Bring him back in the Drax makeup. Wouldn't that be amazing? Oh, my God. Imagine. Have him do a match. Drax the Destroyer. You had Stephen Amell as the Arrow. Just freaking have Dave Batista come out as Drax the Destroyer. So Batista, if he wants to come back for a full-time run, I'm all for it. It couldn't go any worse than last time, let me tell you. Hey, I don't mind if Batista wants to do it and he feels he could still get in the ring and do it, then why not? He's he's a guy that everybody wants to not just get the payday. He wants to work Raw, SmackDown, the, sorry, house, house shows, pay-per-views. Why not? At this point, I'd say just like book him the right way, bring him in to do something. Don't make don't make him the Royal Rumble winner again. Do not do it. You know how that went the last time. Oh God, time. no, no, not that. Nope. Anything but that. Anything please. but that. So yeah, Batista coming back. I'm for it, but let's let's let, let, let's see how it plays out. But other big news this week, uh, of course. Uh, speaking of big guys, uh. Drew McIntyre, bad news for him. If you don't know, Drew McIntyre suffered an unfortunate injury at NXT TakeOver War Games in his match against Cian Almas, and it has now been confirmed by him and other sources that, unfortunately, he will be down until at least very early 2018. He is hoping, though the estimate does fall within WrestleMania season, so he does think he'll be back in time for WrestleMania, that's or at least the NXT shows during that weekend. So he's a big guy. He'll probably rehab quick. So all the best in the world to Drew McIntyre. Hope he comes back soon. Ray, what do you think? <laughs> My thoughts on this are Rumble. Rumble? I know they're giving him the estimation of Mania maybe that week. No, I see him surprised under not the Rumble. He doesn't have to win the Rumble, but I see him making that jump over to the main roster at Rumble 
hopefully does good in there, comes over to Raw or SmackDown the next week. So there's always a thing. Let's see what happens with Drew McIntyre. There's always the chance of Drew McIntyre coming back. If I'm not right, let me see. It suffered damage to his left arm, I believe. He doesn't need both arms. He can do a clothesline with the other. <laughs> he can get in there. He needs to do the Claymore. That's it. Yeah, just Claymore's everybody. Just Claymore's everybody, and there you go. Just wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, done. So, yeah, that does it for that discussion. Like, Drew McIntyre, hope he comes back soon. Uh, but the other big news this week, and things are breaking down in the best possible way for Matt Hardy because... The... Oh, yes, oh, brother Hold ben. on, hold on, hold on. Leave this to me, sir. In fact, I think <laughs> it's time to bring somebody back we haven't heard from in quite a little bit. He made a brief appearance during October, but I think now I have to satisfy a promise. Give me a moment. I'll be right back. You brought in Pepe. Time for me to bring in my friend. That's it. Come on in. Oh, God. I don't like this friend. Come he in. bit me. Come I don't in. like him. Come in. Uh, Raymond, how is your face? Fuck you. Oh, you are obsolete. You're an obsolete mule, Raymond. But yes, if you do not know the news from the wild world of wrestling this week, it is the war between the insidious TNA and my broken brilliance. It is over. The IP has now matriculated back to my broken brilliance. Therefore, my broken gimmick is mine to do what I want with when any company I desire, it is most wonderful, yes! So, for those that don't understand stupid, Matt Hardy is now allowed to be Broken Matt once again. Because, for those that do not understand legal matter, the IP, aka the intellectual property of the name Broken and all that go with that world, were in the ownership of Anthem Sports and Jeff Jarrett. However... With the up-and-coming uh, speculations of Jeff being a drunk and the inappropriate behavior, that ties were separated. So, when Jeff Jarrett and Global Force Wrestling departed ways with Impact Wrestling and Impact became Impact again, the IP went up in the air. Now, the sentence was till, I believe, January, Matt, if no one else disputed it, Matt Hardy is the owner. However... Impact has stated they have no, uh, they have no interest in it. So, as of now, Matt Hardy is literally the only one that wants it. Matt Hardy will now be able to be Ben. It. He is going to be broken. Yes. Okay. So, for those that are, I'm definitely happy because I would love to see the broken universe once again. Hopefully, that means brother Nero, broken Matt. Maybe even Senor Benjamin. Senor Benjamin, Benjamin, yes. It'll be most delightful to have my broken brilliance back on television once again. And uh, okay. uh, I think it is time for me to go. I think... Okay, I, I think I'm back. I'm back, okay. There we go. Okay, we've had some weird people on tonight. We have a daddy. Wait, wait, wait where, did I go? Did I go, yeah. some, did I go somewhere? Uh, it's okay, Ben. Let's just move on to the next topic. Uh, Wait, did we did we did we talk about did we talk about something just now? No, no, it's okay. It's okay. We'll go to the indie update, Ben. We'll go to the indie update. 
Uh, okay. Then indie update of the week. It's time Let's talk for about the these... indie update. Okay, so we're going to talk about up-and-coming shows because the month of November has gone, and for those that were able to attend some shows, good. Enjoy the local indie company. Support your local indie. Have fun. We always do. So, up-and-coming indie events this month of December and the winter holidays. So, this Friday night is, is there, the Are we going to be... Are, there's only one holiday worth celebrating this year, Ray. What's that? Rusev Day! <sighs> had to. Had to. Come on. Can, can the law have a law day? That's <laughs> no. a good holiday. No. Everyone should celebrate the law day, but okay. There already so, is a law. The there already is a law day. It's called tax day. Very true. Pay your taxes, folks. Okay. Fiesta what are you, what are you IRS? <laughs> what are you, Irwin or Shyster? Give me, give me the indie update. Give me the update. Ben, they're going to kill us. We say we're going to promote, so we're going to have to promote. Okay. So, Fiesta Pro Wrestling presents Christmas Chaos slash Hanukkah Havoc. There you go, Ben. You can go to that show that has Hanukkah in it. Oh, <laughs> after all we talked about tonight. <laughs> so, this show will feature the likes of the one above all, Anthony Gango, the Green Machine, Mike Orlando, possibly a future guest in Colossal Mike Law, Ooh. Uh, Faye Jackson, Ali Rex, AJ Pan, hey, our favorite, Stan Styles. Nice. Oh, wait, no, no, no. This trumps, this trumps me, Ben, because this is your favorite. The lovely... Eddie McQueen. Eddie, baby, notice me, senpai. I love you, baby. <laughs> okay, so that is this Friday night. So if you're in Princeton, New Jersey, head out, have a night, because it's a party all all the time at Fiesta Pro. Okay, from there, the SWF is presenting their show on sep on uh, September, sorry, December the 8th at the Knights of Columbus. It's going to be a show featuring the likes of Shane Douglas, the Sandman, and Tommy Dreamer. TJ Marconi will be defending his SWF heavyweight, uh, disputed heavyweight, whatever, something over there. It's going to be a good show there, too. And don't forget the battle at the H2O. It's going to be the Haas Battle of 2017, featuring the likes of Joe Gacy. Dan Moff sadly is not in it, but his brother Steve Mack is. TJ Marconi. Joe's, uh, sorry, Stockade. There's so many hosses in this tournament. Wait, and Maria Manic. Oh, God, this is going to be a fight. That will be, as well, on December 8th. Now, is Schlack going to be there? I'm not sure about that. There's a surprise entrant. Imagine if it's Schlack. Because it's there time to wake no up. God. It's time to wake up, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> there is no God, only Schlack. Okay, the next night at the Queen's Elmcourt Center, you might see us there. You never know. It will be FTW Presents Self-Titled. This is a double shot with Evolve that same night. FTW is going to have the likes of Brian Idol, Sebastian Cage, Gabriel Sky. Who knows? You might see Chris Barton there, CTB, a fan and brother of the show, and so much more. Then again, like I mentioned, same night, you'll get to see the likes of Evolve Pro Wrestling featuring Walter, Matt Riddle, a bro, Freddie Yeehaw, who may, if rumor has it, making his last appearances. Because Freddie Yeehaw might be going to the E. You never know. So, from there, let's see. What else? I have a few more. I have a few more. Sorry, Ben. I have to get everything out there. Because if not, 
This is these are these are the people that support us, so we must support that. So, oh, this one isn't a support because I don't know if they even know us, but ROH presents final battle December fifteenth at the Manhattan Center. Dalton Castle versus Cody Rhodes, Marty Skrull, Bullet Club, baby. That's about it. That's all you need to know. Bullet Club, ROH. And I believe Done the next deal. and I believe the next night is uh the glorious House of Wrestling, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yes. House of Glory presents HOG seven. Yes. Seven years in the making. This is their anniversary show that's gonna feature none other than the man that's the Hall of Fame two time Hall of Famer. The man that's made everyone cry with his thirty for thirty. The man that says he's not dead yet, motherfuckers. It is the nature boy. Rick Flair, not a lot He's of matches. Not a lot of matches announced so far, but they did announce one match so far. It's going to be Leroy Green taking on his longtime rival, former mentor Ken Broadway, in a last man standing match. And of course, already confirmed will appear Anthony Gangone, Amazing Red, Sonya Strong, everybody you love, like Vander James, of course. Can't forget him. His manager, oh, I Matthew love, Ryan. You know who's going to be there? My favorite, the House of Gangone, man. And, of and course, I know, and your favorites, I know, Private Party. <laughs> okay. And there is so. one more show going on in December, and I'll take it on this one, Ray. If you just happen to be in Hoboken, New Jersey on December 29th at 301 Garden Street in Hoboken, as I just said, you can come on down to Capital Wrestling World War Four at the Hopes Foundation. Here's what we got in store for you at this show. A Pocky Chip Deathmatch between Ooh, Jeff Cannonball be between Jeff Cannonball and the and the King of Chaos, Logan Black. The loser of the match will have to eat the freaking Pocky Chip, the culinary equivalent of napalm. I don't know if you've ever had one of these things. But it's these chips are so spicy that the spiciest pepper in the world used to be the ghost chili. But it has since been usurped by the Alabama Reaper, which these chips are made with. So, ooh, do not want to be the guy who has to eat that dreaded concoction. Of course, there's going to be the um, there's go. Of course, there's going to be the Capital Wrestling Championship Heavyweight Match. It's going to be the bearded bat. It's going to be the bald and bearded bastard Ken Dixon defending his unofficial Capital Wrestling tele uh, Heavyweight Championship for the first time. But not the Man, speak. Speak clearly, English motherfucker, do you speak it? Not the TV championship. That's Mike Law. That's the colossal one. We love him. But Ken Dixon is the unofficial capital heavyweight champion. And he's going to be defending it against another bald, bearded bastard, a former MMA fighter, actually MMA fighter, John Kerman. So that's going to be a hell of a good match. And of course, there's going to be the World War Four match, which is going to pit Matthew, Sh Matthew Sh Ryan Shapiro's bastards against... A uh, team that will be chosen by Marcus Dowling. Of course, teammates have already been announced in the form of Sex Crazed Smiley and Matt Sexells. And also the Perfect Strangers. That's Andros the Greeks and uh, his tag team partner. God damn it. Jolly jo Marquis, I believe his name is. <laughs> well, I know one thing. If, if Capital Wrestling is able to walk out victorious, they'll be saying, Opa, but I'm going to go with Team, I'm gonna go with team Bastards. Of course, I you, love the bastards. Of course, you would, and of course, that team will, of course, actually feature the in-ring debut of Matthew Ryan Shapiro, who will be stepping into the ring, a la Bobby the Brain Heenan. Of course, let's hope he actually. Uh, let's hope that Shapiro has one of those singlets with his name on it. So that'll be awesome. Hey, imagine he already has announced Paul Jordan as a member of his team. 
Who's going to be able to top the end game? Smiley couldn't do it. Matt Sells couldn't do it. Well, Who have... are they going to add to their team to top the end game? We'll certainly have to wait and see. So, does yeah, that do so it? that's definitely a show you're not going to want to miss. Like the saying goes, their hashtag currently is push the button. So push the button now and buy your tickets because that's not going to be a show you're not going to want. You're not going to want to miss any of these shows. House of Glory, SWF, Capital Wrestling, FTW, Evolve. These are all shows that we support. Go at it. Go watch. And have a good time. Support your local indie. Come by. Maybe we'll be there. You can say hello to us. We'll say, hello to the got, say hello to the got boys. We're always we're yep. always hanging around somewhere. Well, not Mike. Mike won't be there. We will we'll be out. <laughs> well, wherever Smiley and well, ever, wherever Smiley and Trixie go, presumably he goes, I assume. No, you're not telling me No, he's not allowed to get out of there. God <laughs> damn it. You, <laughs> jinx, jinx. They don't get to talk. <sighs> Until someone said, yeah, you know how you can talk. That doesn't make for good radio. But, of course, uh, let's talk about Raw and SmackDown real quick. Uh, SmackDown Live, I want to talk about one point really quick. We had another match with the Bludgeon Brothers this week, who week by week continue to impress me. Just, holy shit, these two. You should not have kept these two off TV for as long as you did because Harper and Rowan are so fucking good. For men of their size, they are so quick and so hard-hitting and amazing. But that's not the big news coming out of this match. The Hype Bros, uh, or a.k.a. Uh, cancer, are no more! <laughs> Mojo Raleigh. Did you really call him Cancer? God! Okay, I'm sorry. That's, that's, that's not cool. I shouldn't have called... That's fucked up, I shouldn't have called them Cancer. I apologize. David Starr is coming for you, Ben. So, <laughs> so the Hype Bros, a.k.a. Venereal Disease. <laughs> Ow! So, okay, so Mojo and Zack Ryder had a boo-boo. Yeah, so <laughs> Mojo Raleigh has turned heel and has attacked Zack Ryder. Holy shit, Ben, Mojo Raleigh has turned heel. You must like him now, right? Nope. Damn it, Ben, what does he have to do to please you? Die, jump <laughs> off the cliff, fuck ass. off, I don't know. Just be. He's won just, a battle royal. Just get the fuck He's off my. Friends of Rob just get off my television, dude. Seriously, I do not like. I don't like Rob Gronkowski, and I don't like him. Oh, how do you not like the Gronk? Because I don't watch fucking oh. football. Oh, you just lost us a lot of fans there. We had the GAWP do not support when Benjamin football. Just football said. is. I don't watch fake sports. Football is fake. I only watch <laughs> wrestling, which is real. <laughs> Again, we at the GAWP do not support the message that Benjamin Falbo is saying. I am a Giants fan, so I do watch football. I'm a Giants. Oh, my, my. I'm a Giants fan too. I'm just a. I'm just a fan of just watching it around the Super Bowl when it matters. But like, I'm not watching it week to week. Although, although Eli Manning getting benched this week, that was pretty crazy. That was. Oh, I don't even want to get into that because that's going to be another long discussion. But yeah, that was just. Ah, God. That, that that's the equivalent of mine of your Mojo Raleigh. That was just ah. But yeah, but the big news, but that the pretty much SmackDown was kind of lackluster this week. The only other thing we're talking about on SmackDown this week was they did a Saw parody in Fashion Files, which made oh me fucking die. Oh my god, that was awesome. That was so freaking hilarious. Save yourselves. I, what it we, is, I love I love these Fashion Files segments every week. 
I we love them. We need more Pulp Fiction. I know, but I, I love I loved how like the Ascension just so desperately want to be friends with Brizongo, and I'm like, oh, this is adorable. And like they're like, save yourselves. We will. No, they came back for us. No, we're not. No, save yourselves. We love you. <laughs> friends forever. You're not our friends. <laughs> this is so great. Yeah. So yeah. Why do I feel like this is gonna end with them finally getting like, okay, you can be our friends now. We don't want to be your friends. <laughs> that's just beat the shit out of <laughs> that's instant, gonna happen I can see it now but yeah uh, Monday Night Raw this week we got uh, a few updates in a few areas The Miz is gonna be off television for just a little bit cause he's off filming Marine 6 I believe so in the meantime The Miz Taraj is teaming up with my boy Elias Sampson I wanna walk with Elias yep I, I actually enjoyed that segment this Same. week cause it was rumored that they might be teaming with Elias because they've been doing it on the house show I'm not sure if you're familiar, Ben, but they've been having segments on house shows of them just singing and playing the harmonicas. So it was cool to see it on the actual television. So I hope they do good. I did Hopefully see a this segment. actually gets them over. I saw a segment where Elias Sampson and uh, Gallows and Anderson did Wonderwall at an indie sh- at a live show, which was amazing. <laughs> Yeah, Bo was with them too. That's what I'm saying. That Today they were kind of gonna be already the day that like you're gonna throw it back to you. I don't believe yeah. that anybody feels the way I do about you now. I love that song anyway. But yeah, that happened okay. on Ron. We had Roman Reigns in his first uh, Intercontinental Open Challenge, which was announced, which was answered by the Drifter. Uh, honestly, a pretty positive response for Roman Reigns this week, all things considered. They did it. They finally got people to actually say, we, we want, want Roman. Roman. Yup. He's in that John Cena area now where the people that love him are clearly more defined and they're just as loud as the people who don't like him, which means it's a little more, it's, it's less one-sided than it used to be. So yeah, Roman Reigns is finally over with the crowd again. How are they going to fuck it up? <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like, it's already turning into the Zenith syndrome. I'm like, just waiting, man. I'm you don't, waiting. You don't hate him as much, but it's like, yeah, I guess we'll cheer him. I'm so. just waiting for that other shoe to drop, man. Like, oh my god. Like last year, last year, he attacks Triple, like a few years ago, he attacks Triple H. Like back in uh, 2015, I believe, he attacks Triple H. At TLC, gets really over. Then he beats up Vince McMahon a bunch on TV. He wins the title. He gets this huge pop when he beats Sheamus. The Roman Reigns is finally over. And then what happened? Like they did the stupid thing where like they they made him they they booked him incorrectly again, and he was being booed out of like uh, Dallas again. Then, so they had to do this whole Shield thing just to get him over again. So the only way, and I guarantee you, they're gonna do this. The only way you could feasibly have him babyface and winning the Rumble is if you have Dean and Seth in the final two with him and you have, like, Jinder Mahal eliminate Seth and Dean and then you have Roman eliminate Jinder. That is the only way... And I'm not even kidding about this. Jinder Mahal is hated so much... He, you can put him against Roman, and the people will cheer when he gets eliminated. That's gonna be anybody. If they want to get someone over at the Rumble, just have them eliminate Jinder. Pretty much. That's literally all you have to do is just have them eliminate Jinder. Just book somebody. Who you know what I see them doing though? Funny enough, 
I see them having the uh, what are they known as in the E? God, I just forgot. Uh, God, the Singh brothers. I see them eliminating Jinder Mahal at the Rumble. Ooh. They're going to double team Jinder, and that's going to be a way to get them kind of over. That's interesting. The Bollywood, the Bollywood boys need something because they have so much potential. They were a great team on the Indies. Use them properly. Don't they? Don't need to be genders lackeys. They don't need to be the, the Stooges. They need to be an actual tag team. Like like we were saying earlier, the hype bros just broke up. That makes it eight teams now. Me, the WWE kids losing teams, and they're not bringing anybody up from the NXT. So do something with what you have. Come on, WWE. Do something. I hear you. That, that's a good way to... That is actually a pretty solid idea on on your part. And, like, using gender in any capacity to just get someone else over is actually a smart move. If you're going to use gender for anything, use it to push better people. Like, AJ Styles was already... <laughs> AJ Styles was already over, but, like, he's even more over when he defeated Jinder Mahal, who everybody freaking loathed. Is that funny, though, to think, again, it's just weird to think AJ Styles is not only on a television in the WWE, he's champion right now. He's WWE champion. How crazy is that to think right now? That is pretty insane. So that pretty much does it for all the WWE news this week. So I think it's finally time to start bringing this to a close this week. So we're very... Oh, wait, Ben, wait, wait, wait. We've we've given the indie update. We gave our controversy update. We gave the WWE update. I have a little bit of a mic update, folks. Want to hear about the mic update? What what have you done? What have you... Cricket, 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 cricket. I know no one wants to hear the mic update because no one cares, but the lovely folks at the asylum have given me a little bit of information, and sadly, Whole Milk Mike is not cooperating. So, Whole Milk would not be allowed to leave for the holidays, and who knows? I think now the push is maybe not till February. So no, no rumble, no nothing for well, Home Well, that's Mike. funny because actually I happened to receive two voicemails earlier today, which I have not listened to yet. So let's say we listen to this first one, shall we? Oh, God. What? Oh, God. Hey, Ben. It's me, Mike. I'm allowed to leave voicemails from the asylum. I just wanted to let you know that progress here is actually going really well, and the doctor says I might be able to leave sooner than everybody is thinking. So, tell that fat-ass Ray, I'm coming. That's bullshit! That's fucking bullshit, I'm telling you! You're telling me he's Wait, not doing hold good. on, Ray. We do have a second, we do have a second voicemail right here. Uh, seems to be, hang on, this came a little while ago. Let's see what this one says. Also, apparently I'm allowed to leave the asylum for one night, so I might be, let's say I use it for December 16th. Maybe I'll see you guys there. Maybe I won't. You'll no, never no, know, no, 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 so, no, 24-7 roll, that 24, no. So, Raymond, I'd hold on tightly to that hardcore title of yours, because 
if uh, infrared isn't going to take it from you, whole milk Mike might. No. Mike no, is no. coming for no. you. No. What the hell was that? Mike, Mike, are you there? Mike. God damn it, it must have I don't know where they came from, but Mike, if you're out there, Mike, if you're out there, we're pulling I'm pulling for you, buddy. And I don't care what this asshole says. I'm gonna get you out of there. I don't care what the doctors say, so I gotta speak to the doctors. He needs a healthy dose. He needs double medication. He's not he should not be talking. He needs a double medication, double Xanax, (laughs) double ibuprofen. Double morphine, motherfucker. That's Jim, that's Jim Cornette right there. James D. Cornette telling you. Thank you. Fuck you. Get back. He's like, give me your fucking oh motherfucker. Double cheese. Oh, my God. Double mayo. Double you motherfucker. <laughs> I, fu- I fucking love the Bruce Pritchard show, man. It's so good. It's just oh the best. God. But I can't gotta think of a Bruce better. Pritchard. Gotta love Bruce Pritchard. Gotta love Brother Love. So, and love is the key oh, word there, God. ladies and gentlemen. We love all of you. So, happy holidays. We're glad to be producing another episode for you guys this week. Things are getting real crazy this month for us here at the GWP. Not only do we have a lot of shows and commitments between the two of us, but I also have finals month this week. Ray has Ray's applying for a new job of there sorts. Be, yeah, there's going to be some interesting things happening. Some interesting so. developments coming up this month, IRL. So if we don't get to produce as many episodes as we'd like this month, we apologize. But hey, we wanted to get something out for you guys. So happy holidays. We'll definitely try to be back next week and the week after. And we'll try to get our buddy Home Milk Mike back as soon as we can. So guys, no, I told you no. God damn it. So guys, okay. oh, uh, but, but to, to stop the gimmick for a minute again, we do thank you guys. Thanks again. If sadly you noticed this week, there were no live reviews. Sadly, we want to produce those as much as we can. However, if we're not able to get together and record something, then again, we'll try to do as much as we can. Hopefully, at least once a week, we'll be able to do this. If we miss a week again, it's the thing. It's the holidays, so we're, you're gonna you're gonna see us maybe off a week or two. So thanks again. Folks. What happens? We hope you guys enjoyed the more serious discussions tonight about the topics as such as Matthias Glass and David Starr and Adam Blompier. If you disagree with anything we said, hey, opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got their own, and we were interested to hear what you guys have to say. That's something my mom used to say. Opinions are God. like assholes. Everybody's got their own. But yeah, so if you but disagree, again, if you like, disagree like you should, if you disagree, keep it clean though. If you're gonna comment, you're gonna be like, "Oh, you guys are wrong, fake news." Please keep it clean. We have some clean. kids Listen, watching. This. We're all for discourse around here. If you think we're wrong, debate us. We'd love to hear your opinions. We didn't feel we didn't want to piss anybody off or offend anybody, but these were just our honest, uncut views. And if we didn't know about some information that would have influenced the argument, and we know it now. We apologize, but hey, that's the beast that we call the world, and sometimes you can change your opinion when you learn some new information, because that's how forming opinions works. Unless you know all the facts, you're going to keep changing. So, As Linda, again, like as Linda, said, as Linda Ellerby would say on Nick News, if you don't know, ask. That's a reference that like five people are going to get. Oh my god, I just got the reference too. Do you remember that oh, crap? Like, 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 like Nick at Night with Linda Eller. Oh my god, I haven't thought oh about that. Oh my god. You know she finally retired, like Nickelodeon isn't pushing that crap anymore? Uh, damn. 
No, thank I God. I, I hated that. I would that. always think, why is this happening? I always the hated when that would happen. Like, I'd turn on TV on Sunday nights and I'd be like, okay, finally, I can watch some cartoons before school and be like, now it's time for Nick at Night with Linda Ellerby. God damn it, I don't want to watch this crap. Because <laughs> Sunday night was you the most... Th- it was like, no, why is there news on my cartoons? Hate no. it. That, that's a discussion for another day. It's not like it's not like I have a po- it's not like I have a podcast where I can talk about like old cartoons and movies and stuff. Or do I? <sighs> Again, stay tuned. What do we don't know? What's that's happening? something I would definitely love to do. That's Let us something. know in the comments down below. You guys hear us talk about Power Rangers, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, comics, movies. Let us know if you guys want to do that. We could do that. We can have other kinds of guests on there. So I have a few people. We're free mind. to do that stuff too. So definitely, so guys, thank you so much again for tuning in with the ones, as I say, every single week. Without you guys, there would be no show. Thank you to everybody who shares the posts we share, who gets involved in our little storylines, who just clicks the download button and leaves a comment every week. It goes a very long way. So guys, if you want to listen, if you want to listen to this episode or any of the past episodes, head to iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, or Podtastic. Hit that little download button or podcast.com. Download it straight to your Mac or whatever you're listening on. I don't care if you're listening on your phone, your, your MacBook, your PC, you're listening to us while you're taking a crap. I don't care. I'm just glad that anybody's listening at all head over there head over there to listen to those and don't forget you can follow us on twitter and facebook twitter is at the g-a-w-p show and facebook is the general admission wrestling podcast don't forget to follow us there don't forget we have a youtube channel where we upload all sorts of funny sketch videos or storylines prediction videos all sorts of great stuff even highlights from the podcast occasionally which i'm gonna get into doing i'm gonna start uploading highlights i'm gonna try to do like the shout out to don tony and kevin castle Mm-hmm. They kind of do something like that. That's uh, what me and Mike, a- a- we Pod definitely got does. our ideas from, is something like that. AE Pod does or that the, all the time, so. but it seems like a good way to like give people a taste of what you do in a short, concise way. So I might start doing that. Who knows, if I have the time. Again, like I said, this month's yep. going to get crazy for me. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely going to be big. It's definitely a, a big month, being it's the holiday time. Usually December's the most stressful month, too. It is. Like everything gets crammed into this last month bit of the year. Of the year, so Speaking yeah. Speaking of stressful stuff, I know... Podcasting is definitely something stressful, and I have to give congrats to a podcast I love listening to, and especially to be able to give it in this format. Congrats to the Shining Wizards. Oh, yeah. Those guys are literally running six years of this thing. So imagine. We're doing about a year and a half now, and we're already wanting to kill each other. Yeah. They're doing six years of a podcast. We so did again, one year of this stuff, and one of Shining. us is already in the loony bin, so the show's over. <laughs> congrats to the Shining Wizards, boys. We love you guys. And Ray. Tony, Matt. Kevin, Eddie, all you guys. And, you guys. and Ray, where can they get a it's the it's the holiday season, everybody's gotta buy presents for this holiday season. Where can they get their loved ones a GAWP t shirt this holiday season? Oh, oh, this is perfect timing, because again, this is where T Public comes in so amazing. Because at tpublic.com slash the gob show, you can get someone a lovely t shirt, hoodie. Hey, if you have a baby, you can get them a onesie. Of the Gop Show. You can get them a Law Ray Ramundo stuff. The Avenging Ben. Even the Looney Homo Mike. Or the guest tonight, Matt the Daddy Koffler. I'm going to be nice to him tonight because he gave him some good opinions. So, you can get one of his designs. One of mine. One of Ben's. One of Mike's. Get your loved one something nice and cozy because it is getting cold out here. So, get something of the GAWP. Show us some support because we love to see you guys wearing our merch. Just showing your support because, again... You could be listening to anything else right now, but you decided to listen to us, so we truly thank you this holiday season. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. 
everything in one little cup. We love you all. See you guys next week. See you guys next week. And again, since my bug buddy, my whole milk mic is not here this week, sadly, I will say it for him. Guys, thank you for tuning in. Have a good night. And don't forget, join the madness. We will see and you guys. Follow the law. Join the madness. <laughs> join the madness. And thank you. Fuck you. 